the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 402, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. Happy Friday. Thanks for listening in. Forecast, uh, skies clearing up eventually this evening. Low dropping to 58. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. Gorgeous weekend, 76 the high. And Sunday, sunny, high up to 75. Phil's lost to Colorado yesterday. They're home tonight, starting their final series of the season. And then to chat with us about that and some other sports-related stuff, G. Cobb, Gary Cobb, the one and only. Hello, my friend. How you do- Oh, let me do this. If I push the button, that would help a whole lot. There we are. <laughs> How you doing? Good, good. How you making out? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for joining the show today. Uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. So Gary's a, you know, folks will know him from many different angles. Of course, you played for the Eagles and you've reported on the Eagles and you have gcob.com and, and uh, all that. So welcome aboard and uh, tell you, but you also, you follow all the other sports too, right? So you're, you're fairly. Uh, yeah. I, um, well, you know, really, I, uh, you know, surprisingly, you know, baseball really was my sport as a kid growing up. Uh, I played a lot more baseball than I played football because I started playing baseball when I was like seven years old. And I was a pitcher and I threw heat <laughs> and I went on and, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I admit I was a pretty good baseball player. And, you know, I went uh, like I played baseball at USC in college, you know, and I really walked away from baseball. I looked back and, and wished I hadn't because, uh, you know, I, I you know I, I thought I was a pretty good player, and plus, it, it was you know it, what happened was that the coach that recruited me, John McKay, he was also the athletic director at USC, and he wanted me to play baseball too. But when John Robinson took over, he said, "You better be out here for spring practice." And so I, I just you know I walked away from baseball. I really kind of regret it looking back because um, you know who knows maybe I'd have been a baseball player. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's obviously super hard at college level. You, you know, you really have to be dedicated so much of the time, and to to yeah, do it both. Was, it, was, it was, you know, playing both is wouldn't, you know, it's not easiest thing. But you know, I uh, I played both all through, you know, my whole uh, career in high school, junior high school, and you know, so. Um, well, you did more than I, that. I, I love all the sports. You, of course, I, in fact, I played basketball a lot too. But I, I love all the sports. That's the bottom line. You were an All American. Uh, let's let's not be too humble here, right? For both football and baseball, so I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was. Those, those were really my sports, you know. And um, yeah, it wasn't really one over the other. I, I love both of them, and I, you know, I still now, I you know, I can't help but to, you know check out and see what the guys are doing. That's why I was so discouraging to see the uh, Phillies, you know, uh, just kind of fall apart there, you know, down the stretch. Yeah, uh, because they had uh, outperformed what everybody thought so much of the season, and then. Looks like the, the wheels just kind of came off, and then, you know, uh, once things start heading south, you know, everybody's got all the answers then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, and, and just our, our producer, Joe, is a big Cubs fan. He'll be glad to know that the Cubs actually showed interest in you at one point, right, as far as drafting you perhaps? or 
Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, I had, um, and that's why when I look back, I said, you know, boy, you know, because really what I did, because I know it was, uh, you know, something that, you know, when, if I got a hold of them, uh, there was no park that was going to kind of keep it in there, man, if I got a hold of it. So uh, <laughs> I I look back, I mean, you believe me, when I times I go by a game, I'm going, man, doggone it. <laughs> well, you still did pretty well in pro football. You know, Cowboys drafted you, and then you wound up signing with the Lions and played for the Eagles and along Hall of Famers, you know, like like uh, Reggie White, of course. What was that like? You know, you look back, I guess, in the moment when you played for the Eagles and under Buddy Ryan, and all, did you really realize how great that defense was as it was happening? Or now that, you know, it's years later, does it does it look a little different to you? Well, you know, I, I didn't have an idea until I kind of got away from it. You know, um, once, I, once I wasn't on the team anymore and kind of could stand back, and, and that's when I thought of the name Gang Green. See, I was the one that, you know, gave them that name, and I, I went out and bought hats for the guys. I got them the gang green hat, and I uh, I, I, I put uh, I got a big poster. I mean, one of those big uh, signs made that it would be the great gang green defense, and I put it over on uh, the end zone uh, wall, and it would be hanging down there. I I mean, I, I got about three or four of them because somebody was stealing them. <laughs> but but they're big, you know. But the gang green because I saw the potential of the guys. You know, sometimes. You, when you get a little distance away, then you can look and see how great the players were. But Reggie was just um, out of this world when it came to, you know, a guy that big, so fast and powerful. Because uh, I remember the first game he played uh, with us was uh, he was playing against the Giants. And I remember some of their offensive linemen looked like they had seen a ghost. Cause they were so scared because he's, he's thrown a couple of them, you know. And a guy 300 pounds not used to getting thrown around. And he had just talked a couple of them. They'd, they'd never been done that way. And they were going like, oh, my goodness, this guy's going to kill us. <laughs> chat with G. Cobb. So what you're saying is Lane Johnson is not the first to do that big rally, the troops thing with the dog mask last year. It really was the gangrene from within, within with Gary Cobb. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I like I said, I saw how good, you know, that, that defense was and, I knew so many of the guys, you know, when they were just kind of like young pups. And to see them come together and grow into, you know, such a ferocious defense. And, of course, with Seth, you know, I always kick Seth. Seth really took my job. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mean and, dude. Oh, yeah, man. You know, but great player. And yeah. uh, I saw Seth develop. And uh, really, it's a shame Seth didn't stay uh, here. Really, he and Reggie and all of them didn't stay in Philadelphia their whole career because, I think Seth would have been a Hall of Fame uh, linebacker because he was probably the most complete linebacker that I've ever seen, meaning like he was a great blitzer, he was great in coverage, and he was great at stopping the run. So in those three areas, he was outstanding at each one of them and hmm. really was you know, a great player. I mean, the guy, uh, he's, uh, he's amazing. He was an amazing player. And, and of course, with Clyde Simmons, and then uh, you, know, you talk about Jerome Brown and uh, the thing about the defense, it was just an intimidating group. I mean, they played almost offensive defensive football. I mean, they take the ball away and score or put the offense in position to score. So, you know, and I, and I still, you know, all those guys, I still stay in touch with them. And, uh, you know, of course, get a chance to talk to, uh, you know, Randall, who was uh, um, the, the main offensive weapon on that team. But uh, those guys are always uh, real close to me. We were, uh, we'll always be very close. I bet. 
I bet chatting with Gary G. Cobb. GCobb.com is one way you can find him. Um, just as a former player, of course, what did the Super Bowl win earlier this year mean to you personally as a former Eagle? Well, you know, I was there uh, working for Fox. I work for Fox 29 now, and I was there for Fox, you know, as a, a football analyst. Yeah. And out there on the field after the game, you saw people crying. You never see cry. Hmm. You know, uh, some of the guys, former players, I can't, I couldn't help. I, I shed a few tears myself. Uh, just the, you know, the, the uh, because it was, it was something you, everybody wanted to see the team do, and. Uh, after a while, even though I'm covering the team, you you just become a part of it, and and you're playing with the guys, and you're you're rooting for them, and you're, you're pulling for them in each way, and to see the guys do it in such an improbable fashion with all the guys that got hurt, uh, they overcame so many uh, obstacles, and to go in there and win it all, and, and and they have so many great guys. I mean, I mean, great believers. These guys love God, and love each other, and uh, you know, it's just great. A uh, great experience to see um, uh, them share, you know, the Lord and, and then live it out, you know, because a lot of times you really get to know people when they're in adversity and, you know, they they, uh, they have the same character, uh, the same humility, you know, uh, when, when things are, are rolling real well. And that's what they have with guys like Carson and, and Nick Foles and, um, and Zach Ertz and, and so many members of the team that are, are believers who love the Lord uh, and uh, they play, you know, they play hard and they're great players, uh, but they're great people too, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. G. Cobb, one of the things, uh, you know, this program is a month old. Uh, just came back to the radio stations after a number of years away. And this mm-hmm. program, uh, so we're, but as it's developing, one of the things I kind of just toss out to the audience is on an ongoing basis, as they'd like to call in or email, so, you know, periodically. Uh, a scripture verse, perhaps that means a lot to them. Uh, of course, the whole mm-hmm. Bible matters is important. But uh, do you have a verse or, or any particular part of scripture that does you know stick out for you for whatever reason? Well, you know the the uh, the scripture of Matthew six thirty three says, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And I just you know I, that has always rung true for me because you know I, I don't need to get caught up worrying about you know uh, this job that job worried about you know uh, whether things are going to work and you know there's so many things that you you can get all concerned about but if you just put the Lord first you know He kind of he, he leads your way you know you're putting His things first uh, you know are, are you sharing the gospel with people are you are you living for Him you know are you um, you know uh, being obedient to what he wants you to do. And when he tugs on your heart, to, uh, you know, to go in a certain direction or something that you need to be doing, you know, if you put him first, everything will work out. You know, it, he, he's there with us. And that's where that scripture there, you know, seek ye first. Because so many people are just caught up into the quote unquote rat race of, you know, trying to make a living and, and, and doing this and, and concerned about that and everything. And whereas if you, you just be concerned about making sure that you got him first in your life and you're doing what he wants you to do. You know, he, he makes sure everything works out for you. So that, that's the way I ha- I, I'm able to have peace in that. And, and to know, yeah, something might go wrong. This might, but I'm not going to lose my peace because I, I know that um, I put him first. It, it, it's going to all work out. So that's, that's the uh, scripture that I love to, Sometimes I can go in there and just live in that scripture, you know, for a week, you know, and that's that's the way the word is. You can just 
and let it become so big inside of you where you almost like you go in and you're just kind of camping out in that word. And yeah. uh, the Lord is good. Amen. That's great. Gary G. Cobb, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. And if you can you hang with us just for a few more minutes, G, you, you're good. No problem. I, I wanted to share something on, on, the, on the other side, too, that uh, I wanted to share with everybody. Absolutely. This is coming up in a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. We're hanging out with Gary G. Cobb for a little bit here this afternoon. More to come on WFIL. 416 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL is what you're listening to. G. Cobb on the line with us. I'll let you take it from there, G. You said after the break you had something you wanted to tack on, so you go right ahead. Yeah, you know, I... um. One of the things I do is I, I really I work for the NFL, um, and it's in a capacity of what they call a legends coach, you know, a life coach, you know, you know, in the capacity where I end up working with players after they finish playing to try to help them get into their next career. And um, I counsel guys, and you know, you wind up getting close to players and. I, I, you know, I um, am with them during some tough times when some of them are, you know, they they played and some of them played two, three years, and now they're in their 20s and they're looking for their next career and what they really want to do. And there's a challenge because all the effort and everything they put into football and now that door has closed. And so they have to humble themselves and, you know, find find what they what they want to do. What is the what is the next part of their life and so I get a chance to do all that and so I wound up getting close to players and uh, I work with uh, former players guys that are older and making sure they take care of themselves and all but anyway I, I wound up being around a lot of players but what I wanted to say was because you know I was the one that ended up finding out something uh, early on because one of the guys that I played with with the Eagles uh, his name is Wes Hopkins and he passed uh, earlier this morning and um wow. Wes was a great, great guy, and he um, was a great player. I mean, he uh, he, he got hurt. Uh, he hurt his knee, I think, I think it was probably in 1986. But prior to that, you know, he was still a good player. But uh, prior to that, when his knee was healthy and everything, Wes was really one of the best safeties that I've ever played with. And in college, you know, I played with Ronnie Lott, who was – uh, you know, a lot of people feel maybe might have been the greatest safety to ever play, but Wes was uh, on that kind of level of a safety. Uh, when I came here in 1985, Wes had some running backs so afraid of him that they would just about get on the ground if they saw him in their area. And I know that's the way Wes was with Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett wanted nothing to do with him because Wes would come up and hit running backs so hard that, I felt sorry for the running back. I mean, <laughs> he was a, he was the founder, but you know, uh, you know, but he was he was a great guy, great teammate. Um, he played the game hard. He was really committed, and I thank God that he knew the Lord be, before he left here. But uh, I, you know, he passed uh, earlier today, and uh, it's just amazing. You know, uh, it it, it, um, it sobers you. You know, to know that, hey, we're not all going to be here forever. And so uh, we make sure that while we're here, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and, and making sure we're putting the, the important things, making sure we're, we're we're spending time doing the important things. So, yeah. God yeah. bless. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really, uh, man, 
That puts it all in perspective, and that's coming from somebody. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Gary Cobb, G. Cobb, who played for the Eagles and for the Cowboys and the Lions and All-American in both football and baseball and on TV and on radio and all of that. But to know that, what does it, you know, what does it gain you if you have the whole world but lose your soul? And, and you know that, and that's uh, what a, what a mm-hmm. way to live uh, so that your life really can be. You know, the, the Lord talks about, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. That's right. You know, and I, I got a chance to play football, and it was great, and playing in, in the pros, you know, and, and that's the thing that I get a chance to talk to players uh, because when that door closes, you, you kind of see, yeah, it was great. It was a great time and everything, but it has its limitation. It doesn't satisfy everything. It just doesn't do it. And, you know, you could have played, and, you know, I, I see so many guys that, you know, yeah, they, they, they got a Super Bowl ring, and, Oh, that's great and everything, but that that Super Bowl ring is only going to do but so much. It's just not it's it's just not going to be much after that. Uh, and and you know you need to take that time and, and make sure that you you've given your life to the Lord and that you're living for Him. That's really what it's all about. You know, all this other everything else it's it's, it's window dressing. <laughs> you know, Gee. and so uh, you know make sure put things first things first. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. we can. Maybe this has been a very nice chat. Maybe we can have you on again sometime. Would that be all right with you? Love to, love to. I'm, 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 I'm a talker, so uh, <laughs> hey, let people know let where. Let me know where, because if I'm not gonna be talking to you, I'll be somewhere else yapping. <laughs> so tell, so tell people where the somewhere else is. You have a few different ways people can. Gcob.com yeah, is you your site. You know, I love to, uh, love to have people. Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter, Gary Cobb with two R's, G A R R Y C O B B. You can. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm on Facebook and uh, Instagram and everything. You know, and I got a daughter who's kind of coaching me through all of this. But anyway, <laughs> you know, and then you can go to gcob.com and I write articles there. And I love to interact with people and you know get a chance to uh, have have fun with the sports and everything. But I, every now and then I like to you know share something about you know the the, the real truth. You know, so that yeah. you know we don't get things out of place. Sports is great. As long as we keep it as keep it in its place, though, you know. That's it. That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my friend. Have a great weekend. All, All right, and I'll, I'll I'll look forward to talking to you guys again. That'll be great. Thanks, G. That's right. Go Eagles. That's it. Are they going to win Sunday? What do you think? Hey, hey, hey this is going to be a tough game. I, you know, I hope they win, but it'll probably be another ugly win. But I, I will take the ugly win. We need it because we we don't have everybody. Uh, Everybody's not going to be there. Some guy's going to miss this game. I don't know about Alshon Jeffrey. He's not been feeling well, and he might play, might not play, and you know. So, but uh, I think Carson will go out there, and we'll find a way to win. We like it. I'll take ugly. <laughs> <laughs> See you, G. All right, buddy. Thank you, my friend. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. It's G Cobb of GCobb.com, longtime uh, Eagle and uh, media in our in this Philadelphia region. We'll uh, take a quick break. Going to come back with Erin O'Donnell, longtime singer and friend of this radio station, and uh, she's now a mom of three. And we'll talk about the segue from you know music professionally to being a, a mom as her main focus. And we also have some Six Flags tickets to hand out and a lot more coming up. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM five sixty WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
It's 426. You listen to the Tim DeMar Show on AM 560 WFIL. Recognize that song, Aaron? I do. That is so fun. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I'm feeling a little old. I'm feeling a little old, it's but o- it's still fun to hear. It's okay. Aaron O'Donnell <laughs> on the line with us, and uh, Aaron has done a uh, a lot of music in her day, and uh, when uh, I used to host a show on our sister station, WZZD, which is now a conservative news talk station, WNTP, Aaron was a big uh, friend of the radio station, did in studios with us a number of times, did a concert too with us. Remember that one with Eli? That's right. Yep. So much fun. I yes. Me- I remember you singing backstage, practicing, la, 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 warm the- <laughs> <laughs> got to warm the voice up. Where, what was the craziest place you ever had to warm your voice up for a concert? Do you remember? Any kind of... um, a truck stop bathroom. <laughs> yeah. How were yeah. the acoustics? Uh, they were excellent in the shower areas. Yeah. <laughs> Not a place you'd want to hang out for a long time, though. <laughs> no, but just long enough to get the yeah. voice vo- voice warmed up. Well, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's great to have you on. You're, um, are you in Nashville these days or where are you at? I am in Nashville. Yeah, we've been here now, um, I guess it's about almost 23 years, which is incredible to me. It's the longest I've ever lived anywhere in my life. Wow. Well, your husband was still working, Brad's still working in the you know, music world a lot? He is. Um, he's one of the leaders now over at Capitol. So he works with, um, gosh, Chris Tomlin, Crowder, um, trying to think of all. I mean, everybody that you probably know, he's got a connection to them one way or another. He's wow. awesome and <laughs> incredible at his job. I'm so biased, but it, it's true. <laughs> you, well, uh, and he wouldn't be doing it probably this long if he wasn't that good at it. You guys actually met. Didn't you meet? Was it in college or in, in your music in the beginning of your music days? I'm trying to we met um, in college studying music. Um, we both have degrees in jazz from the University of Miami in Miami, Florida. So be impressed. We are pretty. I mean, right? Yeah. And so the job opportunities, as you could imagine, were just waiting for us oh, yeah. um, as soon as we got our diplomas. But yeah, we we did that, and then it was. Um, at the time, computers were still new, so dating myself, but computers were still new, and you didn't have, like, email, but you had, like, a, I think it was called a mailing list post, and you could, like, check back the next day and see if somebody wrote something, Yeah. and we were in a conversation about a producer that we liked, um, and the guy that we were conversing with, it turned out, was an investor and was starting a new record company in Nashville, and signed us after hearing a demo that we sent him and that's how we got here so amazing chat with aaron o'donnell a longtime friend and just also for context you know aaron um i'm back at the station here for the first time in like 14 years and that's so good it is it's fun it's new i'm actually working as a brand manager slash program director of two stations so it's different than having a show where you're focused on your show you really have to care about you know not that you didn't before but you're responsible for a lot more um, but part right. of the kind of the, the, the job involves having a show in, in the afternoon from four to five. And as, as it's developing, it's uh, cool to reconnect with some folks that I have a long history with and people I know are quality people and have stories to tell. So, uh, so I've, I've had you on my list of people to want to get in touch with. I'm glad it worked out because you've been did music. One of the things I want to ask you is you had what half a dozen albums over the years. Yes, just about. I think we were on the road. I'm trying to think. It was almost 12 years um, that we were recording and traveling, and um, it was really the third baby that kind of clinched it, as all third babies do, I guess. But it was, um, you know, Brad's job was was going really well, and and he was being really successful with that, and 
And I was gone almost every weekend. And so it was kind of like, okay, this is not, you know, exactly what I thought our family life would be like. And, and when Brennan came along, um, it just got to be a lot, an extra level of difficult in bringing either my mom or his mom and two babies. It just got to be a lot. The sports analogy so, um, there, it would be you're going from a man to man to a zone defense. Exactly. Two yes. on two to two on three. You had three at that point, right? You have Quinn. I remember was the from was it Quinn? Quinn, your firstborn. What's yes, the, exactly. Good okay. memory. Yeah, uh, Quinn, they, and then Fallon, okay. and uh, Quinn is now in college. If you can believe that, that's crazy. Stop the lies. It's not true. I know. <laughs> and then Fallon, our second, is in eighth grade, and then uh, Brennan uh, is in fifth grade. Wow. So. Well, and just yeah. for just for context for people as they listen in, I, I'm am I, it's starting the smoke starting to clear. I believe. Um, did you ever do the artist in residence thing in Delaware? I did with yes, Kempton Baldridge. Yes. yes, Sixpence wow. Lee, Lee Nash and Sixpence on the Richard did that also. They did. They did, mm-hmm. and you and I think because you were in the area, I was just at the time looking for you know guests to have on the show. Wow, I, I was just remembering that like. It's that long ago. So there's a tri-state area connection. That's how we actually got linked up in the first place. Uh, yes. And so. I grew up in the Northeast. My family's all in Boston. And I lived in Severn, Maryland, Glen Burnie, Maryland, Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania. So there's a whole Northeastern connection as well. So I want to ask you a, a, a question about your music in a minute. But at the time when Erin would be on the program, we gave her a special role. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, doing a whole show, there's a lot of responsibility. If one person tries to do everything, it, it's cumbersome. And it's also more fun to have more people involved. So at the bottom of the hour here, it's 432. I often do a brief sports report, which is where you shined in the past. So <laughs> if if I can just throw the ball to you, you know, I, I'm assuming you keep up on all Philadelphia sports, right? Of course, anything to help you out. Thank I you mean, so yes. much. So, of course. So, <laughs> So what do you, and to serve the <laughs> listeners, I know that's what you're about. So Yes, it is. In it sports? Is. In sports, the Phillies are home tonight to start a three-game series against Atlanta. The Flyers are at Boston tomorrow at 5 for their last preseason game. And the Eagles are playing the Tennessee Titans. It's going to be a tough one for me at 1 o'clock this Sunday. Wow. That was well done. Thank you. You're very welcome. You see, there's the Boston <laughs> connection, Flyers at Boston, so you're familiar with that part of the country. And certainly That's right. living in Nashville, so are you a Titans fan Is it, or no? Well, we kind of are. I mean, we've been here long enough, and, of course, we were here when they first started, so you kind of have to be when the team's, you know, yeah. first getting going in your city. Um, so we're hoping for the best. It's been a, It's been a trying few years, I'm not going to lie, with all the, you know, changeover with coaches and everything. So we're hoping that – We'll uh, we'll have a, a more wins than losses this year for sure. All right. Well, I'm rooting for you, but not this Sunday. All right. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but we just beat Jacksonville, which was amazing last week. That's that was true. a surprise, right? They're a great yeah. team. That's right. I, they are a great team. So watch out, man. You never know. So Aaron Aaron O'Donnell is our guest, and she's had a half a dozen albums, and um, I, I've enjoyed your music over the years. It's still uh, was it hard for you? One question I knew I wanted to ask you is for anybody can appreciate in life when you have done something for 12 years and it's part of what you do, it could be a job you had or something you did. And then you're segueing to something else. In your case, you already had two children. So the buildup was happening when you had number three, 
But was it hard to let the music part kind of go, or did you say, well, maybe I'll still dabble in it over time, or what was that transition like for you? Um, I guess if I'm being honest, it was hard. There was there's probably a couple years where I feel like I was just sort of, um, I don't know, trying to find some solid ground a little bit, even though being a mom and being officially home all the time was great. I think I kept asking myself, like, why, why am I not completely settled or completely at peace with this? And, um, I don't know. I think it just took a while to find my, my thing. And, um, I mean, I'll still lead worship at church and, very, very occasionally do things for producer friends here and there, but that's very, very occasional. Okay. But I think for me, the, the passion was um, the creative side, having something that was sparked my creativity and um, just was just a unique thing that was just mine, my little project that I could work on. And, and honestly, as a mom, something I'm sure moms can relate that I could look at the end of the day and go, check, that's done. Whereas <laughs> laundry never gets checked. <laughs> so many other things as a mom just never really end. They're just a cyclical thing that keeps going over. So just to have something that you could look at and say, this is now complete and it was done well with pride and it's done. So um, God sort of led me down a lot of different paths and I ended up going back and taking um, some classes in interior design and ended up working for a builder and did that for several years. Um so that was a lot of fun getting to design homes for people, pick out all their stuff and work with them and creating spaces for them and their families. And that led into um, doing real estate. And now that's what I'm doing. So I can be home more with my kids and work from the computer, but still help a lot of musicians and uh, people in the music community actually as clients, help them find places to live as they come to Nashville to pursue their music and dreams so it's still really fun and creative and i get to serve others which is really what i enjoy doing yeah it's a it's a it's a noble thing being a mom and but there's the reality also you know of being able to have like you said well even if it's a creative outlet even if it's a hobby or just to have space to think right uh, you know yeah. to be able to do, do that my wife tina um, homeschools you know for the most we have five children and most of the time most of them have been homeschooled. And that's like a, a special thing that she, she still has an outlet. She has a flower business. and But I see it with her, too, just to want to try to have some balance to even just time away, go for a walk and have space and then come back because uh, the mission field's under your roof, right? Uh, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you have those other things that God put in you that you hopefully, you know, you, you follow God's spirit. And sometimes you have to lay something down, and, and sometimes uh, he puts it right back in your hands and, and you're able to go with it. So I'm glad Absolutely. to see you. Yeah, yeah. As far as the music goes, though, it's still, I mean, the world, like you said, has changed quite a bit. Um, you're, you're technically, this is the other thing, you mentioned how you kind of got signed in, when the internet was basically forming. <laughs> so <Right>. con- <laughs> considering the world is the internet so much anymore and how people listen to music, you're kind of on the front end of, you know, one of the first people being signed through the internet, if you will, kind of a thing. Is Am I, am I right? I, I think you are. In fact, I think that was one of our big... Um... You know, that was part of our little story when we first got signed is, is we were one of the first to be able to claim that, to be signed over the Internet, because that is how we met. We never would have met if the Internet hadn't existed, um, because this guy was from Arizona. So he wasn't even in Nashville at the time. And we met online and then both came to Nashville together, which is just crazy when you think about it. Now it doesn't seem that, you know, unreal, no. al- unrealistic. But at the time, that would have been like, what? Yeah. So, so the guy um, starting the label great. was in that was in Arizona. Yes, and okay. he wasn't. Yeah, so he hadn't even made it as far as getting to Nashville. 
but he knew he wanted to do it and wanted to go to Nashville. And he was like, great, now I have an artist. And so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, Aaron O'Donnell, our guest, and uh, hopefully we can keep in touch over time. And I, I know you're busy being a mom today. And I think you're what, what's your afternoon looking like? Well, I'm taking our middle daughters going on a youth group trip um, for the weekend. So we're going to finish packing her up and, and send her off for the weekend. And it's kind of funny because Quinn, it's uh, just a different phase of parenting when they go to college. She doesn't live with us anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I was telling my son, Brad's working. He actually is in California um, this weekend. He gets back on Tuesday. So I was telling my son, I was like, it's just you and me, buddy. Like, Tuesday. I mean, it's kind of weird. <laughs> so, yeah. so I don't know what we'll do. We'll probably eat really badly and watch a lot of Lego movies, as I'm guessing. <laughs> that sounds good. We'll be right over. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Well, thank you, Aaron. It's great to talk to you. And for your music, or is there a, what do you do in terms of keeping that? Because, you know, I'm guessing every now and again, someone will be looking you up. Uh, is, is just Aaron O'Donnell? I don't want to say the wrong website. Is there a best way for people to look up your music if they'd like to go back and fill their collection? Oh, gosh. Um, I know on? there's most of it's on Spotify and places like that. I think you can still get it at Amazon. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's still out there. Our kids are still impressed. Yeah. So that's nice. <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> that's the people you want the most uh, to be your fans, right? That's right. That's right. Good. Well, thank you, Aaron. It's great to hear your voice, and thanks for the sports report. You did great, A+. Plus, and uh, we may we may bring you in just for sports, if nothing else, down the road. So Hey, that could be my, my third side hustle, and you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Have a wonderful weekend. All right. You too. Thanks so much. Great thanks, to talk Sam. with you. You too. It's Aaron O'Donnell. We're going to do a brief break, come back at you with more, uh, some pretty cool stuff on WFIL. And we also have some Six Flags tickets to hand out before the hour is through. Keep our toll-free number handy, 800-560-WFIL for that, 800-560-9345. Back in just a moment, WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 442 on AM 560 WFIL. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Had Gary G. Cobb earlier in the hour and just uh, had a few minutes with Aaron O'Donnell, singer-songwriter and uh, currently a realtor. Her husband, Brad, is working in the, working for Columbia Records, I believe it is, and works with a lot of artists like Chris Tomlin. Um, and that was great to reconnect with her. We also have a, a, a fun little snippet to play for you before the program is over. But I wanted to give you um, – just pause here for a second. I mentioned yesterday um, about encouraging you, if you'd like to ever call in with uh, our toll-free number and share a life verse with us, anything – uh, that's important to you from the Bible and the whole Bible is important, but if there's there a verse or two that stand out or that you you've often gone back to for whatever the case may be, I shared how Psalm 84 11 means a lot to me. Uh, it says that basically no good thing does the Lord withhold from those whose walk is blameless. And the nuts and bolts of that is not so much that I'm blameless. I'm great, but really much more about that. God's good. And he wants good things for us. And that's always, it's not, 
he has good things for us at the end of our lives. We die and go to heaven, and but this life you have to suck it up and avoid all the fun stuff. It's like, no, God actually, everything he has for us is better than anything we would choose for ourselves. And so I was sharing that about that yesterday, but in an ongoing way, I'm inviting you to call. It could, you know, almost each day at any point, if you wanted to call in and share a verse. And then if you want to share beyond that, that's that'd be great. I think it's encouraging. Um, you know, it's great to hear other people say, you know, here's the scripture that matters to me. So if you'd like to do that, I have a little window now at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. You can always email, too, and I can read it over the air. That's simply timmyd at wfil.com, T-I-M-M-Y-D at wfil.com. Uh, I do want to add something while I put that out there. You know we've been talking about Save the Children for the last few weeks um, as we've been partnering with them. They work in over 125 countries around the world. Some good news is coming. Hold on. So uh, our our angle with Save the Children, if you will, was to just pick one part of the work they do, and that was helping fight severe acute malnutrition. Um, It's helping take a child who's literally on the brink of starvation uh, to get them out of that, that desperate spot. It's not about it, uh, taking a child from a meal a day to two or two to three. So that's what we were doing. Now, of course, the problem's big. It's real. And uh, sometimes that keeps people from doing anything. Uh, and you know, just, I don't, I, even if you've, in your everyday life, if you've had a pile of work to do, you say, I don't even know where to start. And they can get me depressed. Give me a bowl of ice cream. I don't even, want, I don't even know what to do. So we didn't want that to happen with us or the WFIL listening family. So we just said, well, what's realistic? What could we do? What's, what's worth focusing on? So we picked a number, $5,600 for the month of September, you know, our frequency, 560 times 10. And um, it was a slow start, but that's okay. It takes time for people to warm up a little bit oftentimes. And then earlier this week, it started to creep up. We wanted to finish this Sunday. And in the last day or so, we had the following. I had, this is a parenthesis. I had a, a girl, eight years old, call and say that she wanted to give $5. And um, very earnestly. And I, I didn't get a chance to share that till now, but I just wanted to let think about that. Um, a child who probably can connect with the fact that another child doesn't have something to eat. And she had five bucks. So I said, that's great. We'll make that work. She didn't have a credit card or a way of going online. But we're going to take care of that. And uh, it was a beautiful thing. So I just want to share that with you. And then right behind that came somebody who donated a a large amount. And there have been other gifts that have come in. And so we actually have gone up and over the goal of $5,600 by a bit, like maybe couple thousand dollars or more it's amazing in fact it's so amazing that- hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 yeah hallelujah. it's pretty good mark martell who was on our program a couple of days ago who's the uh from the band down here and also was the lead singer for the queen extravaganza tour just recorded that hallelujah chorus by himself Seven times each of the parts, bass and alto and uh, soprano and tenor and baritone to create this this whole sound. So that's that version of Hollywood Chorus that you can catch if you like. Mark Martell is the one to look up for that. But uh, more importantly, we're just very, very grateful to the WFIL listening audience and family. 
and the children are, are blessed by it and we can feel good. You know, we want to find things that we can rally around and team up together as a listening audience. So thank you to all those who helped out with that. It's uh, really, really a tremendous blessing. Uh, if you had heard about it and thought you would like to still help, it's still going to help the same kids. So don't think, oh, well, they have their support. You're welcome to still help out. Uh, I think over the next day or so, you can still do that. Uh, WFIL.com, maybe even through Sunday, uh, but by by Monday, that'll be changed out. So our website has an easy way to do that for Save the Children. There's a banner there. Just click the Save the Children banner or toll free. Their number is 888-884-4836, 888 That's the number for Save the Children, the special one they set up for our radio station. So uh, we have a brief break here. We'll come back and give away those Six Flags tickets and also have a special clip I want to play for you on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. WFIL, it's Toby Mack with help from Mr. Talkbox, Byron Chambers at the beginning of that song there. And uh, just we had Byron on the program yesterday, going to be in Wildwood, New Jersey tomorrow. And I uh, just want to replay a brief part of our chat yesterday, including that Talkbox funky sound thing he has going there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, the instrument itself has been around since the 30s. And actually, I heard the instrument used by an artist by the name of Roger Troutman, and uh, he used it with a, a synthesizer, and he did all these great harmonies. And as a young kid, I was intrigued and very interested in that sound. And uh, when I heard it, the first thing I said out of my mouth was, I'm going to be the first guy in gospel and Christian music to do that. And I, and I was. Like, no one was doing it when I started doing it. And so, yeah, I, I, I did it, and... Uh, yeah, I am over 25 years later still doing it and uh, just been very, very fortunate and, and uh, blessed to be able to touch a lot of lives with it. Yeah, Byron Chambers, otherwise known as Mr. Talkbox. Many folks will know him from the time with Toby Mac. How long were you with Toby Mac? Was it a few years, is it? I was with Toby touring-wise for uh, five years, yeah. and but I had been working with him for about 10, it's been about 10, 12 years actually, because I'm on every single Toby Mac album. If you ever listen to all of his music, you will hear that famous talk box sound in every Toby Mac record. This, <laughs> this album that he's coming out with is the first record that I am not on. Well, actually, we recorded a song, but it's not going to make the album. So this will be the first time in pretty much the whole career of Toby Mac that I am not on a song. So See, yeah, Maybe you should call him and say, look, make it a hidden track. So technically, yeah, <laughs> and I'm telling you, the song is amazing. I, we we should do that. That would have been pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and and obviously another way that that's come about a, a huge song with Bruno Mars, the 24K Magic song. Um, yeah. So what's the story behind how that came about? And you know, I, I kind of live out on my uh, social media. You know, I, I, I do a lot on my social media. I kind of yeah. built it. I have built it from the ground up. And Bruno Mars actually saw. He had been watching my videos online that I do on uh, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. You know, he, he was watching for about a year. And uh, then he, he reached out to me and was like, 
I've been watching you for a long time. I've been watching your videos, and uh, I really love what you do. I'm, a, I'm a, a huge fan of what you're doing, and I would like to get you on this song. And then next thing you know, we're 24 Karat Magic, one of the biggest songs of our time right now, and uh, we recently won five Grammy Awards. And just a huge opportunity to talk with him and, and just to, you know, be a light, be who I am. And, and so many other artists and celebrities that, you know, God has let me cross paths with. And they know, you know, I'm a Christian. They know I'm a believer. And they know that, you know, this is who I am. And they don't have a problem with that. And I love that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to just be the light. You know, there's an old saying that says, preach and sometimes use words. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as necessary, or whatever. and if necessary, it's almost like the emphasis is on make sure you're walking it, and then you can open your exactly. mouth. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. So you know, people can see in my lifestyle that you know I'm a, I'm a devoted uh, husband. I have three wonderful kids. I love God with all my heart, and I'm not ashamed. And uh, yeah, that's that's just it. You know, I think we're all called to be a light in the darkness and you know, we are all called to be a light in the world. And, uh, that's, that's all I got, you know, <laughs> Byron Chambers, Mr. Talk box. And then we just closed with this part break sometimes. Cause during the program, he, he said the following, which is pretty cool about breaking news this Saturday. You're actually in our neck of the woods in Wildwood, New Jersey at the ignite yes. 2018 conference. So, Man, what, yeah. yeah. So what do you do? Are you speaking? Are you doing music? Are you doing both? No, we're doing music. It's going to be a full-out concert. Now, check this out. A lot, no one knows this. You're going to be, this is an exclusive thing that I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Everybody will soon know. <laughs> yes. But we, uh, we're going to make this a live recording, meaning we're going to record this video live. We're going to record the audio, and we're going to probably make this a record uh, or, or video to put out uh, for people to see us live. So, with that being said, we're going to, definitely turn up man and we're gonna have a a big old jesus party man and, and we, we, we're so excited we're so excited and I, I am gonna speak it's not gonna be like a full-out speaking thing but i will be doing a, a talk back with some of the leaders there yeah. um and so yeah so we're excited all right that's byron chambers another known as mr talk box from toby max records again on that bruno mars song and uh, on our program yesterday, breaking some news, he's in Wildwood, New Jersey, with the Ignite 2018 conference and doing a live video and maybe a, you know an album of some sort starting tomorrow. So we're down to the final minute of our program. Let's give away a pair of tickets for Six Flags Great Adventure right now, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. If you would like to win a pair of tickets, now's the time to call 800 560 Four or five. We've had these uh, this week, and we've been handing them out very nicely. We like doing that, and uh, it's fun to make winners. I think I have a, a few more pair. We may spill into the early part of next week. Uh, so, in any case, we'll take the random caller right now to, to grab a pair of those. Also, just you know, a wonderful weekend shaping up weather-wise. Down to 58 with a high of 76 tomorrow. Some sun and clouds Sunday. Plenty of sunshine. High 75. Phillies are home this weekend, and they're doing their fan appreciation day on Sunday, wrapping up their season. The Braves are in town starting tonight. Uh, let me grab a quick winner here, and then we'll finish up. Hello, what's your name? My name is Rita. And where are you from, Rita? Southampton, New Jersey. You're a winner, Rita. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's fantastic. I just, I just got in my car 
on my way home from work, and you have just made my day. Excellent. Hang on one second. I'm going to pass the mic to Jim Maxim. He's going to pray, and then uh, Truth for Life is going to take the air with Alistair Begg. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.